This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My special guest on Bent Notes is a soul jazz singer and songwriter originally from Adelaide. He's been described by The Age as Australian jazz's most unique vocalist, bar none. Henry Mineta and his band The Trip released their first album. It was called Beijou Box in 2004 with a follow-up in 2010 called Sex Jazz. And now in 2022... They return to the stage where Henry can spread his cosmic blues for all to hear, as he has been doing for over 40 years. It is my great pleasure to bid a very warm bent notes. Welcome back to Henry Mineta. Welcome, Henry. Thank you very much, David. Lovely to be here in your deluxe new premises, I might add. They are nice, aren't they? They're very nice, yes. (laughs) Cosmic blues. Hmm. What are they and how do you spread them? Well, the... (laughs) I don't think they're as infectious as the recent plague that we've been having, but yeah, that's a little tip of the hat reference to Janis Joplin's album. I got them old cosmic blues again, Mama, you see. And that was put in there by my maestro, Adam Rudiger. They are cosmic because everything I do is blues-based, but, you know, it stretches out into jazz and soul and funk and the, um, the lyrics are kind of... Um, what would you call them? Opaque, cryptic, <laughs> uh, whatever. A little bit you know. out there sometimes. Well, I have been told that. And, you know, like the songs are about real things. They're not um, – oh, some. The occasional one is a head trip, as we used to say. But in general, they're uh, about actual things, but poeticized. you know. I suppose I've listened to a lot of Laura Nero in that respect. I have read that your vocal stylings are informed – by Aretha Franklin, Tim Buckley, Gil Scott Heron, Nina Simone, mm. and Sun Ra. Is that different to being inspired by performers? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Probably no, because I'm inspired by all those people and many more too, I've got to say. Betty Carter's one of them. Uh, Otis Redding's another. So I think it's kind of a similar thing, informed stylistically, you know, but not. Um, not, uh, what can I say? It's my own thing based on that sort of stuff. Using their performances as examples of how others can do things? Yes, yes, there's that. I, during a very formative, I found these people during a very formative period of time, like when I was very young, like Aretha Franklin, for instance, was when I was 11 years old. So these kind of things stay with you and I think you grow up if not becoming that sort of thing. It's a, big, it's a big influence, certainly. You know, I saw Wendy Saddington on television when I was 12. That was- um, And you did get to sing with Wendy too. Yes, yes, and became good friends with her. It was a, a fabulous thing. Lovely woman and probably the best singer this country's produced, what I was, say. What you was know. your impression when you got to meet her initially after having seen her on television at 12 years of age? We didn't meet for many years, quite frankly, but was probably about 1999 when we actually properly met 
at her a gig at the Rainbow, which was her performances were becoming very rare around that time. And she did ask me to get up and sing with her that night. But meeting her initially was because she was uh, uh, um, someone I'd looked up to for so long, you know, was sort of, I always say I worshipped at her grotto. It was very, um, you know, I found it almost quite terrifying. But once she gets to know you, and if she likes you, I guess, um, she was uh, just very warm, friendly, funny. You don't expect her to be funny at all, and she is. Yeah, because I brought her in here, not you in did. this building, but in the, the other Joy FM building, you as, did, you, yes. as you remember. She was a big, big, big inspiration, Wendy Saddington. Yeah. That was obvious, actually, when you brought her into the studio. Mm. You could just see how much of a link there was there. And it was such a, an enjoyable time to have you both in there and able to have a bit of a, a discussion about things. Yeah, she was, um, she was very chuffed coming into Joy, Wendy. And it was, uh, yeah. Was a, it was a great evening. It was indeed. You know. Yes, Miss Wendy. When, Very missed. Very missed. When you put a show together based upon the influences of one of these or multiple of these great artists, how do you approach that show? Do you look for reinterpreting their music or performing your own music but using elements of their styles? The only show I've ever done which was dedicated was, uh, you know what, they call now a tribute show. The only one I ever did was at the Butterfly Club with uh, Adam Rudiger, Chelsea Wilson and Ruth Rogers Wright, which was the music of Etta James. So while doing it in my own way, it's, it's certainly a reinterpretation of, of that music, you know, but Etta's been a big influence, I guess, on my vocal style anyway. But otherwise, most of the trip stuff is is original material. Which leads me to the next question, who are the trip? Ah, well, the trip is new now. It's a new trip because uh, it hasn't taken the stage since January 2017. It's uh, Adam Rudiger still there. The maestro is still, still there, Superb. definitely, on the piano. And on bass, we have Monty Schneer, who is uh, a great young bassist, has an album out called Where the Blackwoods Grow. I yeah. think I've got that right. Phil Hayter on saxophone, who is part of the Lake Minnetonka Horns and um, is also, in his own right, a great player. And Sean Newell on drums, who's great. I haven't met Sean yet. I'll meet him at rehearsal. So it's... Uh, Always it's a good way to do it. Flying by the seat of your pants. You know, that's the way we like to do it. That is where mm. the excitement comes in, mm. though, when... It's not something that you've over-rehearsed or done so many times that it no longer means anything to you. It's when you get in there and you have fun doing something mm. for, mm. to all intents and purposes, the first time. Yep, yep. It's, um, it's certainly not overly rehearsed music. There's a framework, but there's always improvisations on things. And sometimes if you look back, if you've got footage or if you've got recordings and you think, wow, you know, we, it, it really is quite different every time. But there is a framework, of course. But the improvisation and the transport of the moment is what I, um, I like to call it. Transport of the moment. A trance. It's a transport. You know, you, you, you're kind of in a, a complete other, another zone. Almost a cosmic zone? Almost a cosmic blues zone even. Yes, yes. You know, or another zone, as <laughs> Dr. John would say, yes. Have you got your set list sorted? 
Yes, finally. Fantastic. Finally. Lots of futzing around with Adam and I. He's saying, why don't we do this song? And I'd say, no, no, why not? Anyway, we have got the set list down. When you get up on stage with a set list, do you stick to that set list religiously or do you play around with that if you feel the audience or the band just feels as if something else is needed? On the odd occasion, I might say, oh, you know, uh, let's go into Funkier Than Mosquitoes Twitter or something now. But mostly we stick to it. You know, because it's kind of designed that way. There's a slow build-up and then... A little bit like know, putting an album together yeah. where you want the listener to hear something in certain sequence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a... You know, it's just... There's a thing about uh, a performance build-up, I think. You know, and it might be just in my head, but I'm sure people want to, like, build up a, a, a mood as the set goes on. What are we going to feel from the mood perspective at the counts on Wednesday week? <laughs> I don't know. You might have to come and find out. It's um, – I don't know. Um, <clears throat> there's actually quite a few um, – Adam was complaining. There are too many too, too many slow songs. But it's, um, it's all very um, – it'll all be very emotional and hopefully riveting and, and good fun at the same time. I'm know. sure it will be. I'm looking forward uh, to it. You know, I'm, I'm glad. Henry Minetta and the trip are performing at the Counts at Monash University Wednesday, October 12. That's Wednesday week. For more details, search in your favourite browser for Henry Minetta and the Counts and then click on the monash.edu search result. Good. I thought I'd have to remember all that, but I, I didn't. Henry, thank you so much for dropping into Bent Notes tonight. It's been lovely to have you as a guest here in our brand new, well, 12 months old studios now, mm. but in our new studios, we still feel they're brand new. And it's been great to hear about what you've been doing and what you're going to do. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me in here, David. Always a pleasure for me. My guest on Bent Notes has been Melbourne-based soul jazz singer of Cosmic Blues, Henry Mineta. You're listening to Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.